Good evening, everybody. Welcome in to episode 47 of the Fused Relativity Podcast. Chris here, Friday night, as normal, doing great. Had the day off of work, which... Well, oh, you're doing like? real great. You're doing extra great, then. That's it. Uh, well, let's start things off with John. John, what do you got to uh, say You're only week? doing this because uh, you two have good things to say, and I was going to start mine off with a quote that my daughter gave me this evening, um, and it fully encompassed my mood. She was drawing on our drawing tablet that I got, and she was looking at the laptop and said, those colors look dull, just like real life. And I thought, yes. <laughs> it's that, that fits it perfectly. Well, tell her to go outside. It was blue sky. It was it was nothing but blue skies today. I know there's still sun around. It was bright, but come on. I I, I know, and I think it was just the the context because she it, it, she's a teen, preteen, whatever you is want she, to call her. Is she goth? Is she goth already? That seems no. like a very goth thing to say. But I it was just the unintentionalness of it that was it was amazing and encapsulating. Well, I- and I could see how it would be misconstrued based off of if you look at a 4K television and then you look at real life, you're just like, the TV looks better. The technology is making like the kids go, why would I? This is, yeah, this is nothing. That's depressing, the thought. Yeah. Well, thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, bring, bring it on back up, Kirk. How are you? I am doing, I've had two days off. And let me just, I don't want to brag or anything, but like, I just had a great day off. When was the last great day off you had? Like, here's the thing. I got to play bass. I hadn't played bass in a while. And then you came over we played guitar. Then I went and got a killer massage. And then I picked up a new book that I was, I, I found and I was able to get. And then I stopped by Jim's Burger Haven for the first time. Double cheeseburger with bacon, onion fries, just destroyed that. And then, you know what I saved for the drive home? I picked up a milkshake. I think it was a black raspberry or a blueberry or boy. It was something purple. But I got a milk. Like, you know what makes traffic not so bad? A blueberry purple milkshake. I'm just saying that might be a tip you guys can try. Next time you know you're going to be stuck in traffic, just pick up a milkshake before. And then you're like, yeah, it's all right. Got a milkshake. So that was a pretty solid day. So not uh, not rubbing it in, but this could happen to you too. <laughs> it's a, a inspirational. Sounds like a sounds like that, a good one to me. I mean, sounds directed. Well, I thought about I thought about one of those things, but no. But then I was like, well, since I'm out, might as well swim at the bookstore. And then I was driving back. I'm like, it's that burger place. I have never stopped at, and so it just went boom, boom, boom. And Kirk's also a bachelor, so. He has the ability to just yeah, fly off say. a whim. I don't. I don't have to check into no warden. I don't have to run nothing by nobody. <laughs> I, I, the only the only shot clock I have mentally is I have to. Uh, I have to go back to let Shoop out to pee. So you know, but she's got a good seven eight hours. Not that I want to put. You know what I mean? But I'm like that's plenty of time. But the, the the hamburger place was a childhood. It seemed like an old school time, and you guys said you knew it from childhood, but. Uh, I have a childhood question for you because it snowed and I tried to make a snowball and it was it, the snow we got was crap snow. Yeah. And coming from Arizona. I'm, so w- what are you looking for for a good snowball or how what snow do you need? And then how do you wet. make the perfect snowball? You want wet, wet snow, heavy, wet snow. 
Yeah, it's got to be like we get what they call champagne powder out here, so it's a little more dry and fluffy, which is apparently great for skiing. But when it comes to snowballs, it kind of just falls apart. So usually you got to wait till like the next day when the sun comes out, you know, and it starts to melt it a little bit. Then it gets wet and you can form it. Wow. Dry and fluffy. That sounds like nicknames for neither of you two. Anyway, but continue. Well, I was going to say the downside to the dry powdery snow is that, you know, it doesn't form snowballs. It doesn't. The the upside is it doesn't suck to drive in as much. That's true. Yeah. Preach, preach. Like I had to go to work. I worked pretty much all throughout and I don't think I slid, but you know, my tire slipped a few times, but it was mostly after uh, stoplights. But I had no troubles driving in this because it was like almost like driving on a dirt road. Kind of sort of like just kind of packs down and there's no moisture in it. So it's not getting slushy nor icy. So it's just kind yeah. of like just another layer. Yeah, it's just a white layer on top of the blacktop. But I will say it was brutally cold and I wasn't yes. down with that. Well, uh, so I'm guessing most of your exposure was during the during the day. Try uh, try going out in that shit at midnight. It fucking sucked. When I'm yeah. driving back from when I'm driving back from the bar around like I mean nine ish or something or I mean that's I know it later is worse but it's it's getting it's getting bad you know it, when it's icy and stuff you're like ah it's crunchy this is not good. <laughs> yeah, it was uh it was particularly cold. Nice little blizzard snap that we got there from good old Antarctica. But, uh, oh, wait, is that the south or the north? Which one's on the north? <laughs> I'm pretty the sure Antarctica Pole, is down, Alaska. down Yeah. Antarctica's down low. Down yeah, by, if, it, you know, if it's coming from the south, we usually use the term uh, Albuquerque low, not Antarctica low. Yeah, that's really well. Low. That's why I I had to correct myself because I screwed up. All right, it's an Arctic blast, is what they call it. I just said Antarctic, which, as I think about it, I'm pretty sure that it's in the name. And I yeah, all right, that, that would be a giant blast, just all the way from Antarctica to yeah. Denver. Wow, that's some reach. I mean, at that point, you would think that like uh, the tropics have gotten snow for the first time ever. Yeah, I'd have to pass through like <laughs> some South American. But they're like, "What the hell's going on? This is yeah, that's you know, the mountains. This is nonsense." Tropical rainforests. The the odd. Ah, what's the That'd name be, of that one? It'd be different. Amazon. Uh, you know what else is cold? Space. So hey, <laughs> right? Come on, not bad. Like, what are we talking space wise? <laughs> well, Kirk, uh, tonight we are going to talk about the Milky Way. And I'm not talking about the candy bar, even though I could. We're going to talk about the galaxy. It's not a it's not one of the better candy bars, I'll be honest. No. Oh, no. Yeah, I really I'm, like them. Zero bar for the win. Yeah, oh, it's, it's, you it's like a, the zero bar? Yeah, the zero bar is great. It's a zero bar. That sounds like it's, a diet thing. No, it's it, a uh, white chocolate like, Snickers. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. That's interesting. I never even heard of that. Yeah, I can only ever find it at Walmart in the like the king size candy bar. It's 
It is by far my favorite. It was like the size of a baton. Like you could club somebody with it. It was in the, the giant section. Yeah, like a Toblerone. It's a lot of candy. That's a lot. I, I, I'm going to say Reese's Fast Break for the win. Sorry. Hmm. The peanut butter is not bad. I was always, I always liked, I don't think even they make them anymore, but like peanut butter Twix was my jam back in the day. Because you could like scrape off the peanut butter and just eat the cookie. It was verse. I don't know. You could anyway. I thought we were awesome. talking about space. <laughs> I know we got totally derailed. <laughs> we're talking about candy bars. <laughs> um, really, zero bar. I did not see that one coming. Is, is that going to break up the podcast? Is that going to end it? Oh, we That's... were talking about like childhood. Uh, you know, nostalgia. And... No, you want to talk about childhood and nostalgia. Okay, last candy bar thing, I promise. Do you remember Big Hunk? Yeah. That was like our jam back in the day. Was that the big white one? Yep. Yeah. Broke yeah, your all, teeth every all... time you tried to eat it. Yep. Oh, it was kind of like, kind of like taffy, but it, it just it was never yeah. soft. It was always just yeah, bone hard or yep. something. Okay, that's what I remember. Is there the chat feature? All right, how about just okay, real quick, fun dip. Seriously, fun dip, the little white chalk thing, like that was oh. like a little league baseball memory for me. I like that was a big camp. Like there's Dunkaroos flavors. Is that the same thing? No, Dunkaroos were cookies that you dunked in icing, and yeah. I will. I, they tried to bring them back recently. They're just not the same. Yeah, they and they're my heart. expensive as shit. <laughs> that that's what got me. It's like. Two dollars for one little thing, and I was like, "That's." I mean, the nostalgia's there, but I don't. My my wallet says, "Fuck no." Not also, to... oh god. Oh, I was gonna say since we're all reminiscing, and you brought up baseball memories, do you guys remember all sport? The baseball card. No, all sport was a. Uh, it was Gatorade back in the 90s but it was like carbonated and full of sugar it was so terrible for you but man it was delicious no i like, never heard uh, of it i'd never heard of it i'm glad i didn't because that sounds awful that's as oh carbonated energy sugar yeah it was well it was not an energy drink it was no a, it, was it was just carbonated Gatorade. Gatorade. ah that sounds weird it sounds like it would be like pop or something i mean there's too much it's amazing how much sugar is in gatorade like that was ridiculous when they found that out well, it was, it was, uh, so it was carbonated to taste like soda, but it was supposed to be a sports drink and they pulled it off the market because they were like, look, you can't market this as a sports drink. It's not a sports yeah, drink. There's no vitamins. There's that, that <laughs> what it killed me. And they go vitamin water. They're like, what? Well, you, we thought it was healthy. What? Just cause we call it vitamin water. It's supposed to be healthy idiots. And like, come on. Yeah. It's all, it, it's, this is gonna, we're going to tangent all over the place. It's funny how much that per is pervasive in like everything. Like almost all of that organic food, it's the same food as the non-organic stuff. They just slap a fancy sticker and charge twice as much. Yeah, like artisan is kind of the same. You know, like uh, real artisan bakers or something. Like this is bullcrap. They can't. This is bullshit. This is not. They're just yeah. They're labeling it that. No, no one's like you can't. How do you? How are you? How is a normal person going to fact check? ingredients you know what i mean like what what are you well, supposed to do take it to a chemist is this real well and that's the thing like i know this isn't at all what we were going to talk about but i've been uh uh in 
enlightened in far as nutrition goes and how uh yeah like a big thing is people making fun of uh food just because of all of the fancy like letters that you can't or letters names that you can't pronounce <laughs> and it's 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 just weird because it's all food dude while we're on this topic john uh <clears throat> so yeah, we'll get to the Milky Way. I promise the Milky Way. We're going to talk about it, but we did. It check it out. Bar. The Milky so, Way yeah, is not yeah. going anywhere. It's staying right. It's not going anywhere. But yeah, hold on. So check this out, John. <laughs> they, uh, you know how they were, they were working on 3D printing steaks? Yes. So apparently they have a new 3D printer out that they are proof of concepting that cooks uh, chicken. Yeah, I... <clears throat> It doesn't. I, uh, the doomsday technology is getting closer. And iron ironically, it doesn't taste like chicken. It's the, <laughs> it's the one thing. How do you screw that up? It's uh, <laughs> uh, everything so, tastes like chicken. Okay. Here's the only gross part. So they use a laser to cook it, and a, like so, it's a cool idea because the laser they can use different wavelengths of laser. So one will be targeted to the inside to get it to the right temperature, and then the other will be targeted to the to the outside to like sear it or give it a crunchiness or whatever. But it's kind of gross because it's like a chicken puree that they feed into this tube, and then it like spits out a chicken puree. It well, just looks it looks icky. That's what you're saying. I mean, yes. yeah, but that is like the the, the grounds for almost all chicken nuggets though it's like i can understand and that there was a lot of definite like fear-mongering pushed from like i'm assuming vegetarian or vegan communities that were like ah this is how yeah it's it's all meat um see i would still eat it but then again well, i'm would... not i'm not afraid of beets Ugh. You shut your mouth. His Achilles, his Achilles beat. You knew that. When we when we made this podcast, we agreed on two things. Never shower. <laughs> you guys have well done. <laughs> and what's the other thing? Don't mention beats. Okay. I yeah, beats come up a lot of time. I'm I say that in jest, but. Uh, no, I would eat it too. I just thought it was kind of, you know, it's a little, little weird thinking about some chicken being squeezed through a tube and then cooked. Yeah, but the the synthetic. Uh, I was gonna say synthetic meat. I guess it's technically. I can't remember the exact name for it, but that's just cells that have been, you know, coerced into forming a certain way. Like it's. Are you, are you talking about the lab-grown stuff, the cultures? Uh, the one that, yeah, it was, was it the cultured meat? There's, like, three or four different ways that they're doing this. It was... When he, when he said cultured meat, I just, a monocle and a top hat and a tuxedo <laughs> go into the Broadway show. But, okay. Uh, it's just, like, it's, all of the ingredients are going to be... Let me rephrase this, because uh, I've, I've lost my train of thought. So when I'm talking about the doomsday technology, like if you could have a machine that prints out you a uh, T-bone every night, 
Uh, you just have to start it in the morning like our, our 3D printers. The stuff you're going to put into it is not going to exactly be awe-inspiring. Like, you're not you're not going to have a, a, a roll of filament that just says T-bone on it. It's going to be, you know, like amino acids and Isn't it going to be, like, more, more more chemical than man, so to speak? You know what I mean? Like, isn't there just something that just if you just eat fresh food that's not over-processed, that's the healthiest thing you can do. This seems well, like it's going to be terrible. It It depends. Like, I have a whole big thing I want to talk about with, like, food in general. Um, because I, I do find it weird. Like, it seems like the more convenient the food is for you to get, the worse it is for you. The more chemicals, the more crap they're putting in it. So but you actually, even, it's like working to go track down fresh well, food is a pain in the ass, but it's better in the long run. So here's the thing, Kirk, what he's talking about isn't necessarily fresh food or like processed food. This is there. We're talking about engineered food, which is. Yeah. It, it's more of a here's 16 amino acids mixed with four protein molecules plus this carbon that yeah, gives it, you it's all so it's not, i'm and... not i'm not thinking fast food food this is no this is like just, this is like the bare scent. this is the exact ingredients you need to live yeah efficiently i don't know if you've ever watched like uh it's nymphu that's in the chat would know but like full metal alchemist um, it's an anime that was on during the Toonami era. And in it, there was like a list of every ingredient that you would need to create a human being. And it's essentially that. It, it's when you break it down, we're all just a bunch of chemicals interacting and doing, you know, everything. Same with everything, it's all just chemicals. So essentially, yeah. they're breaking down the food into the quantum level of what's it actually made out of, not yeah. just here's a T-bone, here's CH412. Well, okay, so, but yeah. does, does it just look like a T-bone? Or is it like supposed to actually, like, I mean, I'm picturing it as like a, a chew toy, but you could, you're supposed to swallow so, it. Or is it actually somewhat Theoretically, tasty? so, and, and this is all theoretical, because I don't think there's anything that is physically doing what we're talking about at this particular point. It's just so we're, we're talking it. They haven't they haven't done it yet, basically. But it is theoretically possible because if just like with our three D printers, if you layer out the right set of things, it should work. And it would, if everything was lined up correctly, it should taste exactly the same. There should be no difference, hmm. other than the fact that you know it was created out of essentially thin air versus, you know grown in a pasture you know what ingredients going to be lacking love that's what's going to be missing but huh. my my thing with food is that like the remember when we were talking about how hydroponics is you know could potentially solve all food shortages by you know relocating the farmlands into giant warehouses right yeah so you don't need the soil yeah why hasn't that happened because that's that this isn't new technology. This is like I was thinking about it. And if a Walmart or a Safeway or something built a huge hydro electric or no hydro, I'm getting myself. All right. So if, if I'm hearing you correctly, what they need, the crops need to do is unionize. That's what I <laughs> am. If I'm understanding you correctly. 
but asparagus is marching and picketing. Okay. <laughs> if if they have enough rooftop space to put a lot of um, hydro, ah, my brain is just like stopped because it's it's what's the word I'm looking for? Hydroponics. Hydro... Hydroponic. Yes. They they have enough space to put enough hydroponics on there to grow most of the the fresh vegetables that they have on their roof. And in theory, it would be way cheaper than having it shipped from halfway across the country. Hmm. Like, obviously, you're not going to get bananas or fruit or anything like that, potentially. And even, like, tomatoes would be... You'd be hard-pressed to get, like, a, a decent quantity of tomatoes. I always tell them to hold the tomato anyway, so I've been fine with that. But that's the thing that always is, is, is always baffled me, is how is it cheaper to ship stuff from potentially halfway across the world than to just grow it around you? Because everyone says, like, a lot of the people that are like, hey, you know, veganism's great, or, you know, vegetarianism's great for potentially offsetting your carbon footprint. But eating locally, like sourcing all your food just from local sources, is way more efficient. Well, closer and fresher, and it doesn't have to be traveled by giant trucks burning gasoline. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's simpler it's right to your door that i mean it makes sense see and that's what... I, I, I guess maybe just no one's turned out figured out a way to make a profit off of it yet they, they haven't figured because it seems like once the first person does it it seems like the, it'll be like dominoes i hope see and that's what i would think too like the first person that opened up a massive hydroponic like it, it would just have to be like a hydroponic uh vegetable store i would imagine it would like you're not going to get massive profits with vegetables i understand that but it seems like you'd have a local follow just because people yeah. who it's like the people who would care about the environment and they know it's helping would definitely go there, even if it might you have to pay a little more. But it's like it's it's fresh stuff. They're doing good for the environment. They're helping out. I want to support this. It seems like a lot of people show their support by where they put their money, where, you know, like, what I mean, if so, that would be a great way to do it. I mean, even theoretically, like I, I'm just thinking off the top of my head, but really all you're doing is. You know, the the biggest expense would be water and fertilizer, and even fertilizer would be technically, potentially re recyclable, almost be just from like the the uh, plant scraps. But you could almost just charge by the pound for vegetables. And again, I know this is kind of we, we were started this with the Milky Way, and now we're talking about uh, reusable or re. Or it seems like they could, like they could find, they could just sell all of their stuff to like all of the local sprouts next to them, all of the healthy yeah. grocery stores that support that kind of stuff. And if it's like a win-win for everybody, it's like, hey, we got these veggies, and we're selling to somebody who's kind of similar, a similar audience. You know what I mean? Yeah. It seems like the people who go to sprouts would and would dig See, that. See, we've we've lost Chris on this because we we're just talking about vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> where's no where's, where's my beef? I was eating a sandwich. Oh, no. Beef. <laughs> but... Realistically, if the synthetic meat gets into market, like they've already talked about putting warehouses in like, I think it was LA, that's going to be more than likely a local deal like Amazon's doing. Like they'll have a local warehouse that's producing beef. I think it's going to have a very hard time gaining traction only because of lobbyists in like 
the agriculture, which is why I think a lot of like hydroponic stuff isn't taking off as, as potentially as fast as it should. Hmm. Just like the pharmaceuticals and like the cigarette people like kept kept pot down for a while. Like stuff yeah. that, you know what I mean? They they see a a, a competition coming and they're like, no, I'm gonna put my foot on Yep. Well, and my only thought on this is is before I switch us over to the Milky Way, because I am excited to talk about it and I'll explain why. Uh but the only problem you're gonna run into and it you know, part of the reason why they probably aren't doing more to push it is simply because what happens to all those farmers that they're getting the tomatoes from and such blah 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 but okay I, I i see that point but you could they're almost all automated as it is anyway it seems like the factory farming has ate up a lot of little yeah, i don't think like, there's a lot of little guys left the the, the uh, farms that are going to be that would be useful for this are going to be you know lettuce or uh, you know, root vegetables. None of that is farmed by humans anymore. You know, it's some Billy Bob running through with his tractor. It, the ones that they use like manual labor for are more fruits and nuts and stuff like that, which you're not going to do hydroponically, potentially. Yeah, I know. Every once in a while, I find a rock in my bag of potatoes. I'm always like, how? How do you get a rock in a bag of potatoes? Well, that's just it. it. It's all automated. Like, I would guarantee that the first time those potatoes actually see a person is like when they're being loaded onto the truck to go to the store. Like, that's what I mean. It's like like potatoes and 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 carrots and lettuce. All the stuff that's man farmed automatically right now would be moved over. And if you look, I I know you want to get to the Milky Way, so I just have one more injection. The uh, the person that is buying up most of the farmland right now is uh, Bill Gates. He owns like what forty percent of the farms now. Yeah, he went through a little spree where he bought up a lot of land. Hmm. Well, it, it's not just bought up a lot of land. He bought up a lot of farmland, and owns the farms. Like, well, yeah, the farmers are still working there. He just owns the the land and pays them now. Yeah, but yeah, he went up and there was a whole thing on that I, I saw where he was just buying up land like it was going out of style. So wait, the farmers are on salary? That seems like that would almost be less stressful or that, I mean, is that what you're saying? He's, he just, he bought the land and then he's just paying the farmers to work? I it? would assume, but again, like I said, the, the places yeah. he's buying the farmland, it's like Nebraska, which he owns 20,000 acres in Nebraska. I'm assuming that's all fucking corn. Um, like forty thousand in Arkansas. That's that's probably all corn. Like, I could see maybe wheat and stuff like that. But again, that's two or three people that you're gonna pay to run the tractor once or twice a year. Hmm. Otherwise, it's I'm assuming he's automated, or you know, it's all relatively automated and taken care of. And all of those vegetables have been. Uh... <laughs> They have stuff that's reading your insides. It's all it's he's he's already got you on the inside, people. So go ahead and get the vaccine. <laughs> okay, well, so Milky Way. All right, yeah, back to the candy see. bars. Finally, we'll get to the Milky Way because that's what I wanted to talk about. Now, the reason I was excited about the Milky Way is because 
I was driving around the other day and I started thinking about the Milky Way. And then I started thinking like, what, what is the Milky Way? It's a shame you can't see it from your vantage point. No, never able to see it. It's too much light. But some, you know, I'm thinking like we live in a galaxy, which far, is far, far away. Yeah. <laughs> which is one of many galaxies in the universe. Which they thought in the beginning Trillions. that we were the only, we were the only galaxy, you know. So they thought that we were the universe, and then slowly more galaxies were found. And and uh, the problem is, is they're too far away for us right now. We don't have enough technology to get to them and explore them. There could be another Earth. With right, we're, another... we're we're barely getting to Mars. Give us a break, people. Yeah, let's say we don't we don't have the technology to get out of our galaxy, let alone. Uh, not galaxy, solar system, let alone get to the next star, let alone, I think the, the next galaxy is like 70,000 light years. Yeah, I'm fine we can't make it there. Let's just stick around. It's all right. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, they... we, we don't need to go that far. Let's just stick around. You know, let's, let's start local, people, in our own galaxy. I'm not a galaxist. Is that a word? <laughs> <laughs> so I looked up, I started looking up the, the Milky Way just to see, like, you know, what is it? What's the specifics? Why is it special to us? And uh, I was kind of blown away by the fact that it's 100,000 light years across, which is, I mean. Yeah. And and it's it's a series of, like, stars? Are there actually planets in there, too? Cause no, it's it, every... Well, Almost every planet that is in this likely has planetary masses within. So the Milky Way contains planets star and stars. Trillions, trillions of planets uh, and stars. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Uh, well, let me say this: my research shows me it has about 200 billion stars in it. Yeah, hmm. and if you were to factor that, at least like we um, have eight. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Planets. There's at least probably trillion planets in this solar system. Or galaxy. Jesus. I'll get it right one of these. And then the the funny thing about that is uh they all they they were talking about it in comparison to the sun and they were saying that we rely on the sun because without it we wouldn't have life because it would be too cold. And they're like, in reality, the sun is just a star, and it's not exciting in any way, other than it gives us the ability to exist. But there's probably it's, another planet that has a sun or, you know, a star just like we have Well, that could potentially harbor life. We just can't get seems that. Odds are. I would say at least a trillion to one. But if all of the galaxies and the billions and the blah of the Milky Way, there's a trillion things out there. So yeah. I would say, yeah, it's likely. Like, even if, see, that's the thing. Like, our our sun is particularly weird in the fact that it's it's only one. There's only one of them, which means that likely Jupiter was supposed to be the second sun and it just never happened. Uh, but... You're it saying our, our our sun is gifted. That's well, it, it's it's small. <laughs> it's uh, the opposite of binary solo. Uh, and 
Oh, I just realized I messed spell the word. Um, yeah, it's it's unique, but it's not that unique. Like Chris said, there's 200 billion stars. Even if ours was like a one in 200 chance, that still leaves a billion suns just like ours. And there are right. models that show that like there could be a habitable planet in binary systems. Right. Double suns. Yeah. It would just mean, you know, that th there's the likelihood Twin. that, well, and let's just take our solar system, since we're kind of talking about planets. Uh, Venus could absolutely support life. The problem Venus had is it had runaway CO2 or greenhouse emissions and cooked itself. You know, what the Earth is currently heading towards. And then on the flip side, you have Mars, which had water. They have evidence that Mars was just like Earth. It was water. It was, uh, you know, filled with water. It probably had greenery. It was a second Earth. The problem Mars had is that it didn't have uh, the, its core isn't turning. Its its core is not active, so there's no electromagnetic protection. There's no, there's no atmosphere. Yeah. Well, it's that there's no electromagnetic protection protection so the atmosphere just got stripped away over billions of years i mean it does have an atmosphere that's that's the thing well, is it but, has some atmosphere but it's not protected like earth is but if it had a molten core that was moving and if the planet was volcanically active it would be earth there would be life on it it would be different it would be colder but there would be life on mars like well but we know that in which is a nut, which is another candy bar, by the way. If we can piggy, <laughs> I'm I'm kidding. That's, <laughs> back to candy. We know, we know that even Mars has, uh, you know, they it, in the summertime it can be 70 degrees during the day on Mars. So I mean, it's cold, but and that's it's not... with that's without atmosphere. Like it would likely be just as cold here without our atmosphere. Probably not as cold, but it would still be cold. Yes. Like. It would probably only be in the 70s, maybe 80s on the the equator without our atmosphere. But everywhere else would be fucking freezing. Hmm. And that's the cool part about the... I mean, when you really stop to think about just the grand scale that we see from just our galaxy. I mean, it really does open up a lot of... Uh, Beers. No. Well, <laughs> it's, not like, it's not like you're popping a top. <laughs> so, here's some more perspective for you, Chris. And I'm sure you haven't. Uh, I'm trying to. I'm trying to fact check myself live. But there is a galaxy that is heading towards ours, and I think it's the Andromeda Galaxy. I yeah. Are, are, are we going to be besties? Uh, Four point five billion years. So here's the thing, though. <laughs> Like, the, the Andromeda and the Milky Way is expected to collide. Here's what's going to happen. Absolutely fucking nothing. There is so much space between all of the stars that they're just going to pass between each other. Like, the, it'll be a spectacular thing for the people that are still potentially around in a four and a half billion years. But the Andromeda galaxy is just going to kind of just glide right through the Milky Way. So there's, there's not going to be any Michael Bay explosions and stuff. You know. I mean... There will likely be some just from gravitational fuckery. 
But well, yeah, you have to imagine it's not going to be completely uh, uneventful. There's going to be some craziness that happens, but but it's not going to be you know like two frisbees crashing into each other. How long? How long did you say it's going to be until that happens? Uh, this thing what? says in about four point five billion years. When was the last time you saw two frisbees crash into each other? This is a good I question. I rest my case. <laughs> you're, you're witness. Now, just you well, said that in my head, I'm like, I don't think I've ever seen that. And the Milky Way they've estimated to be 13 and a half billion years old. So, you know, granted, we will be long forgotten by 13 and a half billion years or four and a half billion years from Dust. now. But, you know, it'll... What are, are we going to end up in the coldness of death, or what is your catchphrase? <laughs> the heat death, death of the, the universe. universe. Is it going to be even better? Pounded to dust. Okay. Well, I mean, well, that in that amount of time, because realistically, we do lose stuff to atmosphere, you know, the just being sloughed off with the solar winds and all that stuff. Most humans that are alive right now you know, one would think this is a closed system and that in four and a half billion years, every particles that would, you know, was used would be reused. Yeah. No, we'll probably all have been blown away by solar winds by then. That, that was depressing. <laughs> yeah. I, w I wonder where your daughter gets it from. I don't know. Where, where, where does, where, where, I don't know. But just thinking about the number 200 billion, right? 200 billion. Oh, excuse me. 200 billion stars packed into our galaxy. I mean, that's a number that you can't even really like think of, you know. Jeff, Jeff and Bezos I was going to say Jeff Bezos is like I need that. And yet yeah, we Bezos, have two people no, that don't. have more than that in dollars. Yeah, what? but a lot you of know, dollars. But just just the amount of space, because you think about uh, Earth as a planet, so it's, I mean, it's not a star, but you think about how big a star is, like, there's a lot of space. I, I guess my whole fascination with it is just wrapping my head around the actual vastness of, you know, considering the fact that when you think about us, as humans, in the sense of the grand scheme of the universe, we are literally, we're not even ants. We're like microbes. They're not even microbes. We're like atoms. Sentient you kinda, you, atoms. You, you kinda, Chris, you kind of sound like a high college student. If you think <laughs> about it, just the, man, we're just molecules. Pin out of a head. Have you thought about that? If this apple was the earth... <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I don't know what to tell you there, Kirk. All I know is that's where my brain went when I started thinking about the Milky Way galaxy. Because it's, I mean, it really is. It's it's big. Well, yes. So is Shaq. <laughs> and we, <laughs> but we've only seen ten percent, not even ten percent of our galaxy. There's more to explore. Uh, Some explorers way later are going to, you know, have a fun time doing that. I, I mean, I could see, like, we've seen a decent amount of our, are you talking, like, as in with telescope? 
Well, I know with the telescope, we've seen a lot more, but even if you just look at space travel, we've seen less than 1%, you know, by far of oh, what no, our no, no. Well, has to offer. As far as space travel, we've seen zero. Right. It is so infinitesimally small of a percentage that it, it's, it's, it's zero. Because there is that one probe that they sent out that I think that wasn't it actually exiting the solar system? Voyagers. Yeah. Yeah. So it. No, no, that's they're not. Just... That they're in the heliosphere. They're not even out of the solar system yet. They are just working on getting out of this solar system. Like they're still in the sun's influence. Right. But that's and that's but I'm talking about like that has been traveling for what thirty years or fifty years. That's that's a bad analogy, uh, and the reason that's a bad analogy is because those do not have modern uh, propulsion units on them. They do not have modern anything on them. Like I, if I'm not mistaken, let me let me quickly. So they're an, they're antiques. They shot an antique, and well, maybe when it left, it was modern. But it now oh no, out, absolutely. Out when it left, with, um, when it left, it was kind of bit antiquated anyway. Uh, huh. But the. Uh, like, it doesn't have ion thrusters. Like, I, I'm almost positive the Voyagers do not have ion thrusters. Yeah, they have, uh, they have cold gas or hot gas. I don't know. They just said they, are, they have three thrusters that fire in tiny pulses. So they have a gas-based propulsion system, which by today's standards is antiquated as hell. Because if you have an ion system, you need, you know... You could have a water bottle full of uh, xenon, and that will power that spaceship for decades. As far as the the thruster is concerned, you just have to power the thing. They have that, but do they have seat warmers? That's a nice touch. <laughs> well, and that's the other thing. Like they're forty years old. Like their their nuclear uh, batteries are deteriorating. They have had to shut them down. Like there will come a point where there's just not enough power to run the communicator to even talk to them anymore and they'll just be gone well i think that's what they said about the one that was getting ready to exit the solar system was that they were going to lose communication of it with it the second that it got out of the you know range of and it's, is this system. called is it a satellite no. is that what this is what is this What's yeah it's the just name? a satellite okay, it's the voyagers okay. but that's it, it if it loses power signal it's because it ran out of power because that was the thing, like, and that's the other thing, like, these are using radio-based communications. We have laser-based communication now, which is speed of light. Now, yes, it would still, and, and radio is still speed of light, I get that, but laser is more direct. Even from where they're standing, you know, you point a laser at it, and you can, you know, you point the laser towards the sun, you're going to hit Earth by accident. Well, can't aren't they? Didn't anybody have the thought of, hey, we should probably build another space uh, satellite because this one is you know going so far? Like, okay, so is it is have they launched it yet? Is it at least moving? Uh, I'm trying to remember. Like Voyager one and two were both sent to well, and they, it wasn't even their primary mission. That's the thing. Like, this is another one of those NASA things that are like, ah, if it does it, yay. They were sent to. Well, yes, that modern... yes. If it does, if 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 the thing we want happens, then that's everything. well, no, they were sent to like observe Jupiter and Saturn and that the planets. 
like they weren't expecting them to still be communicating 40 years down the line when they exited the the heliosphere it seems just like the mars thing that just keeps on ticking they they expected five launches or you know and that and it's still it seems like the same thing they just they just sound like they underestimate what their things can do so they can impress people they also had you know uh road trips road trips um tourist attractions to go to like one of them orbited pluto just to get some pictures well and that's just it so let's put into that into concept like the voyagers left 40 years ago they hit pluto on like i i can they were launched in 77 uh they hit the heliosphere in 2018 but they went to neptune so it took them almost 10 years to get to neptune uh, New Horizons, which was launched in 2006, got to Pluto in 11 years, which seems very similar. But I think New Horizons also like it hit or stopped at Jupiter in 2007 for a pit stop. Yeah, sure. Rest stop. Yeah, got it's heading towards stops. the yeah, it's heading towards the Cooper Belt as well. But it's got, I mean, I think New Horizons. Well, maybe it doesn't have a. Ion. Oh, speaking of road trips, real quick, uh, somebody was telling me at truck stops they are they have these chiropractor people because the truck guys their backs are so bad and they they have these giant like they can adjust and like I never until they said it that makes sense to me that of course the truckers would need good chiropractor guys to like does that make sense to you? Yeah, I mean they have a, oh sometimes they have chiropractors barbers. I mean, you'd be surprised what they have in these places. I was going to yeah, say, yeah, the, the, the truck shops have, the like... TA. Yeah, everything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> but, I mean, even then, John, you think about it, even with new technology, or newer technology, we should say, it took 11 years to get from here to Pluto. No, I'm That's aware. All... But that was also with stops and... Without, because I don't, it does not look like, I cannot find, because my computer, there we go. But even for us to get from here, you know, from Earth to Mars is six to nine months. That's a long time. Yes, we've established this space is far. But that's, <laughs> like, yeah. Again, that's, that's with, that's with antiquated NASA technology. I will leave it at that. But I, I'm hoping you guys understand where my where my brain's at with this. It's just that I you can't, sometimes it's freaking huge. Well, it's, here's here's so. a here's a way to even more expand it. The universe itself is about what do you say, Chris? Thirteen billion years old. Our galaxy, yes. Well, in, in general, there are galaxies that are older than thirteen billion years. Whose light has never reached us and likely will never reach us because they are so far away. Light hasn't reached us yet. Okay. Right. Can, can we stop expanding on the expansiveness of these? <laughs> we're, we're expanding space even further by talking about it. Yes. Don't you see you're adding to the problem? <laughs> that's a science. I don't think that's scientifically true. Don't, don't Google that people. <laughs> Everybody come after Kirk for that one. Yes. Take me down, space nerds. All right. 
that that was I think those were ray guns, I think. I don't <laughs> But, you know, once again, it just when I sometimes when I have time on my hands, I think about this kind of stuff and it it really got my brain thinking about just the expansiveness of of where we live and you know, how long it would take to go anywhere in this place. Nice. Yeah. It's going to let your mind wander. It'll come back. Not if it goes to space. It'll be gone forever. That's what happened to you. See? Your, sp- your head's in the clouds. Literally. Further. <laughs> 13. <laughs> what is it? What did I say? 100,000 light years across in our, in our galaxy? That's, that's a lot of light years. Mm-hmm. I still don't know what the hell a light year is, so... Told you, it's a year. How long it takes for light to travel a year, and it makes no sense. How does it not make sense? No, I mean it. Just in theory, like. Oh no, no, it's imperceivable to us. Yes. Like Bezos and Elon Musk's money. I can't even picture what when people say an acre. I can't even wrap my head around that. So I'm not getting space anytime. I'm not getting a light year anytime soon. Yeah, we grew up on five acres and. Even five acres, you're just like, that's a lot. Right. Well, it's, it's a big space. Talking about nostalgia again, it's a lot when you're like thinking about it as a kid. When you go back and look at it, you're like, this is fucking small. Well, yeah, it's <laughs> definitely not as big when you're an adult versus a kid, but that's everything. Yeah. Te- teachers are giants. And like, oh, and then he, oh, she was 4'11. <laughs> right. Like, that teacher wasn't that big. I totally yeah. could have taken her. Could have t- I was, shouldn't have been intimidated that whole time. Could have popped her. No, it's... A- <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess now's a good time at any to take us over to Kirk's Corner. All right. I feel I shouldn't have to... Uh, the champagne's getting a little stale. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't got to say nothing. <laughs> All right. It's okay. What are we doing? So nothing new. So let's just get right to the joke, shall we? Let's. Uh, yeah. It's another. Lighting it's up. comedians. Yeah, comedians dozen with two lists at the end. So I noticed there's a lot of food and getting older seems to be the theme. So see if you pick up on that. But um, okay, so here we go. The first one. Um, I can't wait to see what the next epidemic is. I'm hoping for hot fudge. That <laughs> would fingers crossed. <laughs> um, all right. I don't know what a teeter tater totter is. But it sounds amazing. Come on. Sign a me up. Teeter, tater, tater. Ta- oh, it's delicious. Um, and uh, I was uh, actually, I used to, I was a Mr. Bean counter. Uh, one. There was always only one. <laughs> Easiest job ever. Yeah, it was a lot of downtime. And <laughs> there he is. And then it just, okay. Um, did you guys know the, the wicked witch of the West did not get along with the witch from, uh, Hansel and Gretel, but, uh, you know, you know what they say, witches be witches. Okay. Come on. Nothing. All right. All right. Do you think, did Santa ever get Rudolph checked for radiation? I mean, why would that, the nose is glowing, but it benefits me. So I don't care. That seems a little cold blooded Santa. Um, way to right. bring it down, Kirk. Oh, please. Come on. I can't, <laughs> I, I can't top Mr. Uh, uh, Uncle Fester over there. Um, you know what they say? Uh, you know what? Uh, fight the power walkers. That's what I say. Hashtag getting older. See, I used to, used to fight the power. Now I fight the power walkers. All right. 
Um, if you clogged an outhouse, you might be a redneck who uh, should eat more salad. All right. I'm looking at you, Chris. Yeah. Uh, I think you've done that once. All right. Um, you know what? I put my feet in the air and relax like I just don't care. Hashtag getting older. <sighs> That's for uh, life. Um, <laughs> you know what? Jeffrey Dahmer loved handshakes. Bada boom. Okay. Loved handshakes. Oh. <laughs> well, I, what, <laughs> you weren't expecting jokes. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know what? This all right, here's a science one. A couple here's a science one. Uh the lack of waves from sports stadiums threw off the rotation of the moon. Did you know that? <laughs> you see, if there was no fans, so they couldn't do the way. All right. Uh. It was a science sport. It was a joke for both of you to get and not laugh at. Okay. That was all right. <laughs> I laughed um, and chuckled. All right. Perfect. All right. Two more and then we're getting to the list. So, you know, it's a uh, home is where the heart pills are. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> and if you're, if you're getting a pig heart transplant, that has to raise your cholesterol. You know, that's, there's no getting around that except maybe it might actually lower yours, Chris. Um, Possible. All right. Here's, here's a couple of lists. Just a, uh, Saying uh, a fool and his Bitcoin uh, get along just fine. <laughs> both, they, uh, they both, uh, they're on the same level, basically. Uh, a fool and his bit and the Bitcoin part their hair. That's stupid. Okay, here's our way. This I don't know if I. Here are more cattle brand suggestions because I think I've done this before. Suggestions for cattle brands. Here are more cattle brands that you can use if you have a cow. Just food for thought. If you have a cow. Here's what you can brand on them. First one, uh, move, bitch, get out the way. Okay, that's what you should. Um, uh, four stomachs, two ears, digest more, listen less. That's kind of a long one. That's going to hurt <laughs> the cow. Um, here's a personal favorite. This cuds for me. <laughs> it's not for you. It's not for you. I, I'm the cow over here. Don't you forget it, mister. It's another long one. Um, two more. Uh, another cow, cow brand you could use is a fresh pies made daily. Okay. Um, and the last one, 100% leather eventually. Okay. <laughs> so, but up boom. So there's, there's some jokes. There's some lists, but, uh, what do we want to chat about? No, uh, the Jeffrey Dahmer one was, uh, it was funny. It just took me a second to get it, and then, yeah, I liked it. It was good, Kirk. It was it was clever. I'm partial okay, to yeah, healthcare it... jokes, though. So, not Dahmer, but you know, the Walkers. The Walkers. Oh, the come, yeah, come on. F -f -f fight the Power Walkers. You just like picture him just shuffling along. Like, why would I fight them? <laughs> how are power walkers bring that's the thing because like fight the power all right the power is holding you down it's doing something again it's you know what i mean what are power walkers doing where you're not succeeding that's on you i think well yeah <laughs> I, I, you know what i liked how you adjust that as a serious point yeah <laughs> it's, um, it's valid and and uh unsubstantiated but i'll accept it Completely silly, random out of nowhere, but it logically made sense. Okay. Yes. <laughs> All right. Should, should we skedaddle out of the uh, the corner? And, Skedaddling uh, time. Skedaddle, daddle, daddle, daddle. That's what the door says now. 
<laughs> Sound effects by Kirk. It's just every time those doors that, you know what, I can, you know, different sounds every time. That's the fuse relativity guarantee. <laughs> if only those doors played the doors, all would be right in the world. I don't think we could afford the right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it's that time of night where we get to go off topic, which we've pretty much been doing all night, but let's <laughs> yes. go a little further off topic. I don't have anything about candy bars, so. What do you got then? Uh, I'll start. Yeah, I got uh, Elon Musk. Well, I shouldn't say Elon Musk. Uh, Starlink, which is, you know, the satellite service internet by Tesla. Star, or not Tesla. Uh, SpaceX. Uh, SpaceX. Yeah, SpaceX. Same company, different name. Anyway, if you have Starlink or pre-ordered or are going to order Starlink, you should know that it is not protected by damage from dinosaurs. So, is this just this is this Elon Musk being a smartass, right? Probably, I would think so. It seems like he. What, by the way, where's he's not he's not American. Like that seems like a foreign. That doesn't seem like an American name. He's where's he from? South Africa. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I thought so. He just has a different frequency, the way he, yeah. So I think he's just kind of being a smartass and having some fun. I thought it was a funny story, because I was like, really? They're not going to protect you from dinosaur damage? That's not in the rider? Come on. I mean, no. technically, all avians are dinosaurs, but, you know. And we still have dino or creatures that were alive around the time of dinosaurs, so. I like that. You know what? Like, if you accidentally time travel... And get a hit by a dinosaur. It's on you. Or That's what he's. I'm. I'm. I'm dealing with the now. crocodile, trilobite, probably of, yeah. any of the sharks. If your Starlink gets eaten by a shark, I don't fly in battle a gator. Don't be a dummy. But how about this? What about if there's a volcanic eruption, and your Starlink gets taken out by a fossil? If it's coming from lava, it's going to be melted. There's not going to come on. Yeah. Eh. There's no way a fossil could live in lava. lava well, no, but if it, it, if the volcano erupts, it's going to explode and blow chunks of rock and shit everywhere. Like it won't necessarily be lava. There will be pieces of rock that could potentially be fossils. So you're saying it's going to catapult fossils that are in dirt and just kind of launch it and before the magma burns it probably yes. that's okay if it blows like a top like there's a lot of pressure and it's like poo okay maybe i can see that i mean i guess if you're in if you're in range to get hit you're probably screwed anyway but that's not the point they should replace your starlink satellite dish <laughs> that's all I'm, I'm just saying even with lava okay <laughs> sure so, i will continue with musk bashing um did you see that there is he's throwing a fit about the person that is tracking his plane? That was awesome. Well, no. Okay, explain your part, Chris, because I'm curious where you're going to take this. All right, so Kirk, I don't know if you saw this story, but I know nothing. Just yeah, what? Go all right, ahead. so so Elon Musk uh, has got a guy who tracks his private plane, which is completely legal. Which is completely legal. 
not illegal. It's it's fair to do. You can do it. And uh, he offered the person five thousand dollars to stop tracking his private plane, and the person was like, "Nah, I like what I do. I'm gonna I'm gonna say no less than fifty grand." What the hell do you get out of track? Why would you? Why would it's, you do this? Elon is now being paranoid because he thinks people are going to like take him out because, you know, the whole bully. No, any why? Why is the guy tracking him though? What is he getting out of that? I don't get it. Well, no, apparently five thousand dollars. Well, 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 he he's holding it, he out. Turned it down. So he did this just to blackmail. So stort. That's why he's doing this. The reason. I want to brought this up is how pitiful and how out of touch Musk is. Like, I, I get that, you know, it would set a bad example if, uh, you know, people started figuring out that he would give them a million dollars to stop fucking with him. Then everyone would fuck with him. But the, the, the thing is, like, everyone's going to fuck with him now. Like, the amount of, I'm assuming, copycat Twitter accounts that have popped up is probably ridiculous so they're just doing this to be assholes i'm pretty much but here's the thing and this is what like i i i'm torn on the subject because yeah it's, it makes no sense he's not doing anything potentially useful other than like the only thing i could see is if he flew into boca chica and there was rumors that there was potentially a, a starship launch then people would start being uh, like, oh, it's about to fly because Musk is at Boca Chica. But, like, it's just the fact that the amount of money he offered is essentially zero. Yeah, 5000 to him is $5 to us. Like, I mean, 1% of his. But five, he's not giving it to him, he's giving it to somebody else. So it's, I don't know, five grand to not be an asshole. It well, seems, I mean, it seems like a, from, a, at least a starting a starting level. The, no, no, I would agree. But here's my here's where I thought this whole thing was kind of weird was like if someone was, you know, doing something that I was like, hey, I know this is legal, but please stop. I'll give you five thousand. I could potentially work together and get a thousand or five thousand dollars by, you know, the end of the month. Musk has probably like the the fact that 5% is like a millionth of his a millionth percent of his total wealth is ridiculous. He could give $5,000 to everybody on the planet. Probably no, not on the probably, planet. Not on the planet. Uh, I mean maybe $5 to everyone on the planet, but the fact remains like if he was really bothered by this, he could have been like, yeah, here's a million dollars. Fuck off. Like, a million dollars to him is what he earns by typing out the tweet, hey, fuck off. Yeah, but in fairness, like, you don't want to set that precedent as you were stating before. As you yeah, know, and, I, and I get that. But even if he had a million people, or you know, a million, uh, a thousand people copycat him, that's still less than 1% of his, his revenue. Like, I mean, people... People in in the Hollywood business have been dealing with paparazzi for you know forever, so 
It seems like the you, price you pay for being famous nowadays. Yes, you have to it, deal. It, it, it really don't is. don't fight them. Just like, all right, this is a part of my. It's like just a every job has an annoyance. That's one of them. If so, you're a celebrity, it seems. To to give you perspective, if he paid out a billion dollars to the people who were bugging him, it is the equivalent to like me and Chris of about two hundred bucks. See, this is like we're doing the same thing with space. Like space is really, really big. Elon yeah. Musk has a lot, a lot of money. Like, yes. like that's a billion dollars to him is a par comparable to about two hundred dollars to us. That's how fucked it is. But that's that's a topic for another time. He never learned just, to share. I just like that somebody was spending the time to track him, and he was like, "Hey, stop it!" Wait, wait, yeah. wait! The guy, you don't like when your phone. <laughs> tells you where you're going. How do you square that? That seems kind of a dick move. I'm an enigma, Kirk. You well, know, here's right, the thing. All right, all right. Here's <laughs> the thing. But I don't want to be planes are the gander. Anyone can track a plane. Planes are are publicly tracked. You know, it's you have to. I think there's potentially ways like he could not be tracked, but I think that's like the only exception to that is being the president, which he can't. But well, well, and that's how like uh, sports coaches get spotted flying into different cities and stuff. It's it's impossible to to get on a plane. Here's and not the have thing: he's so fucking rich, he could buy four planes and operate four planes. And every time one right. took off, he could take off three others and be like, oh, "You don't know where the fuck I'm going." <laughs> like that. All that's right. you, you said. You said sports coach. That's a great transition to my off topic. I'm tired go for of it. Topic. All right. Um, so my off topic is, uh, okay, here's the thing, a sealed copy of John Madden football, the original was sold for auction. What you guys have, take a guess, a sealed 1990 John oh, Madden 90. football. Uh, and John Madden the, just the, passed away. He, he just, just passed died. away. Yep. So what uh, do you think? 5 million. I'm going to say 120,000. Uh, it was f just shy of uh, half a million. Okay. It was uh, yeah, four hundred eighty thousand dollars, setting the new record for sports video game. Um, do you want to guess what the the most expensive video game ever sold? It sold in August of two thousand twenty-one. Guess the the game and the price. I'm gonna say it was Super Mario Brothers. No, no, it's, it's yes. What was it? Ding 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 ding. What do you yep. think it went for? Uh, 1.25 million. John, you got a guess for money? 2 million. Ding, 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 ding. On the nose. Nice. Super two Mario million. Brothers, 2 million, the most expensive game ever sold at auction. Um, I'm assuming it was sealed. Yes. That, that was the trick. They were sealed. And actually, you know, so, so the Madden thing that it's, uh, when, when John Madden was reached for comment from beyond the grave, you know what he said? John, they go, John Madden, he goes, boom, somebody paid a half a million dollars for my video game. What a dummy. I'd like to smack him upside the hack. Whap. Nate Newton has a big rear end. Back to you, Pat. That's what I was going to say. Farve. He did. Yeah, that farve. would have been 90s. Yeah. John Madden really liked Brett Favre. So. But he, he liked Nate Newton's big butt, too. Yep. <laughs> you cannot lie. John Madden, John Madden was a great dude. He was fun to listen to. He was entertaining. He was a he was a good foot, and he knew what he was talking about too. He was he was in the Telestrator. That I wanted to make a Telestrator joke, but I couldn't. 
you know, it's not a visual thing, but he was great on that. Uh, but yeah, video games, depending on what they are and if you can get them sealed, especially the early ones, you know, it's, it's not uncommon to see them go for ungodly prices. So right, even doesn't it as a kid, like imagine all of the joy somebody could have had playing that video game. Well, no. like if my, if our parents still had the power mat, they threw it out. It's like the, the no. I don't know what happened to it, but like there was a game for the regular Nintendo that used a mat that you jumped on. Yeah, yeah, the track and field thing. Yeah, yeah. a few years ago, I think the the power mat in the game sold for like a million bucks. Yeah, you can get it for about three hundred and fifty right now. Don't you have an NES? I do, and little known fact that the second controller on the NES controls the duck during Duck Hunt. Oh, yeah. Where did you find that? You just went to duckhunt.com? You, that's, you have the, that's your homepage? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that came from, but I had to go immediately try it, and it checks out. All right, so it's, it was not fake news. It was true. No, it was true. And Good. it blew my mind, because you know how many times I could have been screwing around with people? You know, like, I had three brothers playing Duck Hunt. I could have been the guy like, ah, not going to get it this time. We're going to have to see that stupid dog that laughs at you. I like how nobody ever put that together. <laughs> you know, they never tried it. They were just focused watching the game. Yeah. Well, huh. you're shooting at ducks. What are you going to do? Trying to shoot the little dog that laughs at you and doesn't work. Can't do it. I think everyone, it would have been funny if the duck would like shoot back. Just everyone, you know, after you're out of ammo. There, there yeah, is a game. Ba, 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 ba. There is a game that is exactly that. Kind of. I'll have to show Chris, but uh, it's a VR game where you play. It's kind of a horror game where you play as the, the duck hunt person and you have the dog and ducks and it's it's very weird. Interesting. It'd be, it'd be funny if they had a hunting game where the animals coming after you too. You're like, uh oh, this I is something. So this is defensive. Too. That's funny. Be, I would, if you could pull that up for next, I would. It would be funny to see. But it's like you give hunters nightmares. Like ah. Uh, well, bef before we sign off, uh, I do have one more story that uh, I thought would tie into my off-topic last week because last week I did the off-topic of the murals that were found that were really old underneath the wall. Mm -hmm. There was another one that I saw because apparently after I looked at that story, they wanted to show me more. Uh, some people tore down either wallpaper or paneling, and the whole wall in this house was old baseball cards. Yeah, I saw that too. They were like on tie. Like, so, yeah, they said it was like, oh, we did it one summer, and they didn't even know about it. Yeah. It old. And, and it was just as valuable as any other sports cards zero right yeah well most sports cards some are expensive but but it was cool i was like you know tear down your wall and you find sports cards that's kind of fun i uh built a wall a couple summers ago and i put some sports cards in the wall kind of as a times time capsule so when someone eventually tears it down they'll find some old sports cards i'm hoping they're like 100 years old at that point Oh, there you go. Nice. You left a little buried treasure for a contractor. Yeah. And I put a dollar bill, you know, nailed a dollar bill to the to the two by four. 
Figured. Why not? It's a little gold. Likely never to be seen again. You come back and it's missing in your report. You call the co- somebody stole the dollar. What? <laughs> and I was wrong. It was uh, Deer Avenger. It's a game where you're a deer hunting humans. Oh. Hmm. That's and then there's also a Predator, but you know that's. All right. Well, it's about that time we say. <laughs> <laughs> Kirk's like, and on that note, we're out of here. Well, all right. Well, it was a weird show. We got sidetracked by candy bars and and all kinds of different things, uh, 3D printed meat. But we rounded it back out and uh, we finished it up. Glad everybody could join us this week. Look forward to next week. We're getting close to that episode 52. Uh, we won't. John doesn't know about it yet. I told Kirk um, we might have a guest lined up for next week. So everybody stay tuned. It should be a pretty interesting show. Hopefully Ooh, we'll I next it's week. Cher. It's going to be share. Yes. Uh, I'll, we'll talk about it after the show. Uh, no, it's not share. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's sunny bone. Oh, never mind. Uh, if anyway. you believe in life after love, after love. Okay. Sorry. Go. So uh, we might have a guest appearance on the podcast. Should be fun. So everybody do tune in next week, and uh, we will keep things rolling. John, Kirk, anything to, to leave on? I was going to quote my daughter again. Story, but... good buddy. Every, every week I'm thinking they're going to have some profound statement. Still hasn't yes. happened. Colors are dull one. like you... real life. Yeah, you, you say something profound first. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh actually I do have Chris has seen the the project that I'm currently working on um, I am making a 3D printed kilt essentially quite interesting it'll be fun to see it when it's done yes so stay tuned for that and the special guest possibly special guest hopefully next week but until then everybody have a great weekend and go boldly friends <laughs>